0: That permission to just trust my gut has gotten me through so many things, and it's a lot of the reason I am the trainer that I am today, because I've always felt like I had this permission to trust my own instincts. Welcome to the Dressage Connection podcast, where we are demystifying dressage training so your connection with your horse can flourish and you can start making sustainable momentum in your riding. I'm your host, Beth Carter, an Australian dressage trainer, coach and the human behind BC Performance Horses with a passion for making correct dressage training understandable and accessible for every horse and rider. I believe that every horse benefits from dressage training and I believe that it is possible to develop a horse that produces high quality work, that scores well, while still having an epic connection with your horse i'm here to help you build foundations that will support you through the levels own your role as your horse's trainer and fall back in love with riding your horse so put your foot in the stirrup and let's build that dressage connection hello welcome back to the dressage connection podcast today i want to talk about my journey to escaping external pressures in my riding we've all been there. We've all felt pressured by outside forces to do things our guts have screamed at us not to do with our horses. If you've been listening to this podcast from episode one you'll know that my kind of riding upbringing wasn't let's say traditional. Here in Australia when I was growing up it was pretty normal to get a pony and go to pony club where you do some group lessons you do some jumping you do some mounted games and you do a little bit of flat work. Maybe you get some lessons outside of pony club, but most kids aren't really focused on dressage, especially at not like 10 years old when I was. I'm really lucky in the sense that I've always known what I've wanted, except for that brief period when I was like seven and I thought I wanted to be a barrel racer. (laughs) But let's not talk about that. I've never felt the joy in going really fast or jumping huge jumps like the other kids did. I always wanted to do dressage. I've always loved the technical aspect of it. And I was so lucky to have a mum who showed me that path and parents who supported me the whole way to Germany and back. So by the time I went to Pony Club, I'd been getting lessons with a dressage coach for a few years. And before my first day at Pony Club, my coach told me, if any of the instructors tell you to do something that doesn't feel right for you, just ignore them. You don't have to do what they tell you because you know what's right for you and your horse. And let me tell you, That advice has held up and it's something I still swear by today. That permission to just trust my gut has gotten me through so many things and it's a lot of the reason I am the trainer that I am today because I've always felt like I had this permission to trust my own instincts. The other thing that made me feel like I was going against the norm with with what all the other girls my age were doing was fence-sitting horsemanship clinics with my mum. I would show up to Pony Club and I would be the only one in a rope halter and I would be the only one showing up to dress out days with a rope halter on my horse. There were times when I really wanted to cave into what was socially normal. And I would have except my mum was so insistent on me learning how to do right by my horses all the way back from the beginning of my riding career when I didn't understand why all of these things were so important. Why, if everyone else was in a normal halter, or if everyone else has their horse in a pretty frame, which I know now is them forcing the horse into a false frame, and so on, why I couldn't do these things too. But looking back at it from my perspective now, I am so freaking thankful that my mum did that for me. So you'd think that with a start like that to my riding career, I would be pretty immune to letting outside pressures affect my riding. Unfortunately I'm only human. I've made mistakes. I've listened to people I shouldn't have. I've ignored my instincts when I shouldn't have and I've done those things a bunch of times but what I learned from those experiences is every time I've ignored that voice in my head or that feeling in my gut it's gone really bad. The situation that was the turning point for me it was back before I officially started my business. I was training training A few friends of friends horses um, at their own places. I had this friend of a friend's three-year-old that I was training in an adjustment facility. The owner wasn't local and she would just asked me to hack this horse out for a week at the end of our training stint before the horse went out for a spell. So I'd had this horse in training from the breakers for a couple of months and then we're just doing one week of hacking out before she went out for a spell. I'd already hacked her out a little bit and noticed that she was really uncomfortable when I took her into big open spaces that didn't really have any structure or fencing. So I stuck to the laneways and the paddocks that had some fencing around to build her confidence and she was getting so much better. All week this trail rider at the adjustment facility had been at me to go on a trail ride on to, um, with her because the property backed onto these beautiful trails and I kept telling her this horse wasn't ready if she gets a fright she's just going to fall over because that was the feeling that the horse was giving me anyway this amateur rider and some other riders in the facility started insinuating that if I wanted to be a professional rider then I needed to be more brave you know some helpful advice for the young aspiring professional from someone who wasn't even my ideal client didn't do dressage was just you know a happy hacker In their opinion, of course, because I didn't want to take the horse out on a trail, it was because I was scared, not because I knew the horse wasn't going to cope and that it wasn't fair to put them in that situation. I'm not proud of it and I honestly feel sick whenever I think about it, but I caved. I wanted these people to take me seriously and they got in my head and made me second guess myself, even though my gut was screaming at me not to. This woman told me she was taking me on a short loop. I thought about 20 minutes. We were out there for about an hour and a half. This young horse I was riding, bless her heart, she was trying so hard to hold it together. And she was okay for a little while because of the work that I'd been doing with her. But it was quite early on in the ride, I just started getting that feeling back that it was taking everything in her not to spin around and run back to the stables. And when that happened, her legs were just going to buckle underneath her. As the ride progressed, the horse got more tense. I could also feel her baby brain um, fading from concentrating so hard for so long. We were nearly back to the stables when it happened. This horse spooked and fell onto me. Luckily, we were both completely fine, but in that moment, I vowed that never again would I go against my gut. The horse didn't need to be thrown in the deep end like that, and I absolutely hate that I did that to her, knowing that something like this was going to happen. I knew in my gut that this was going to happen. So since that day, I don't care who the person is. If someone tells me to do something that I don't feel is right in my gut, I straight up Do not do it. Because this wasn't the first time I was put in a situation like this. It wasn't the first time I've gone against my gut and it's gone wrong. It wasn't even the worst way that going against my gut has gone wrong. When I was in Germany, I came off a young stallion pretty badly because my gut told me I needed to lunge him more. But when I asked the boss about it, he told me to just get on. It'll be fine. And then he took off bucking. I had a young horse that I was starting start to rear because my boss kept commenting on how well she was taking to everything and made me push her more, even though I told them that the horse wasn't ready. I could go on with more situations like this, but I won't. You get the idea. This time with the horse lying on top of me, I vowed never again. And you know what? Since that day, I have not been in any kind of situation like that one. The horses i train feel confident they have the tools to be able to cope in a situation they don't feel confident in they aren't explosive they don't feel like their legs are about to buckle underneath them and that's because i listen to them i take the time to make sure they're feeling confident and comfortable at every step and if they're not i break it down into smaller steps and build on those until they feel confident and comfortable That's not to say there hasn't been outside opinions trying to pressure me into doing things that haven't felt right for me since then. I've had owners quite regularly who have tried to push me into producing certain results in certain timelines that just aren't achievable for their horses without pushing them into an explosion because the horse isn't ready to be pushed that fast in their training. I have had similar situations to the one I just described where other riders where I've been based have pressured me into putting the horses into situations they aren't ready for. I've had so many people question why I'm not taking my very late maturing, little bit on the spectrum young horse for Danes training faster. People think just because I'm a professional means that I am just I just need to be able to jump on any horse and get the results the owner wants in the timeline they layout. That's not how being a professional trainer works. Well, it's not how it should work. A trainer's job is to help you streamline your horse's training. We can't perform miracles. We draw on our years of expertise to make the best decisions we can for every single horse we work with. For me, it is so important that every horse feels confident and comfortable at each step of their training and maybe that process takes a little bit longer than what some people expect it to or what other trainers are quoting. But if I work with your horse, I can guarantee that they feel confident in producing high quality foundation based work that you can build on. I'm not pushing them to the point of explosion to ride them through a situation that they, they're trying to tell me they're not comfortable in. I'm not not pushing the horse because I'm scared. I'm not pushing the horse because I don't have to and I don't think the horse should have to be pushed like that because if your horse is feeling like they need to explode to cope with the situations you're putting them in then you need to take a look at the situations you're putting your horse in and how you're preparing your horse for them. Something that speaking about this makes me very aware of is that if I could be so susceptible to external pressure at the point of my riding career I was when I consciously made the decision to stop how normal riders like you must feel when you're put in these situations what are you supposed to do when other riders at your adjustment pressure you into doing something that goes against your gut feeling what are you supposed to do when your friends or your peers pressure you to do something that goes against your gut feeling what are you supposed to do when your coach pressures you to do something that goes against your gut feeling the answer is don't do it if your gut is telling you no there's a reason and you should trust that intuition you don't owe anyone anything if what they're telling you to do doesn't feel good for you you don't owe them to do it and you don't owe them an explanation of why not even if they're your coach Though I will say, if you're constantly feeling unaligned with your coach, that's a pretty good sign you need to find a new coach. You needing to move on doesn't necessarily have to mean they're a bad coach, but if you're not feeling aligned with what they're teaching on a gut level, then they're not the right coach for you, and that's okay. I said this in my finding a coach that aligns with you episode of the podcast. Not every coach is going to be the right coach for every rider. I'll give you the permission slip that I was given as a kid. If what they're saying doesn't feel right for you, then don't do it. You know what is right for your horse on a gut level. You can't rely on what everyone else is doing to make your decisions about your riding because what feels right for someone else may not feel right for you. Or maybe the person is going against their gut because they're feeling pressured by someone else and then they're pressuring you. You can only do what feels right for you. Everyone else is irrelevant. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dressage Connection podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave a rating, review, or share a screenshot of this episode to your stories to help more people find their dressage connection. You can always reach out to me on Instagram with any questions about anything we've covered on the podcast, your own writing journey, or just to say hi at horses. You can also get the latest info about how you can work with me on my website, bcperformancehorses.com. I can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, go on and build that beautiful dressage connection with